0: Welcome to the All About Music Podcast. This time, we will enter the History of Musicians segment where we will discuss one of the famous group band from England which is famous for the rock music which is loved by many people around the world. They are Led Zeppelin, who does not know the musician who is famous for their song entitled Black Dog, Stairway to Heaven, Rock and Roll etc. Next we will explain more about the biography of Led Zeppelin. Stay tuned with us in this episode. Led Zeppelin were an English rock band formed in London in 1968. The group consisted of vocalist Robert Plant, guitarist Jimmy Page, bassist keyboardist John Paul Jones, and drummer John Bonham. With their heavy, guitar-driven sound, they are regularly cited as one of the progenitors of heavy metal, although their style drew from a variety of influences including blues and folk music. The band have been credited with majorly impacting the nature of the music industry, particularly in the development of album oriented rock, AOR, and stadium rock. Many critics consider Led Zeppelin one of the most successful, innovative, and influential rock groups in history. After changing their name from the New Yardbirds, Led Zeppelin signed a deal with Atlantic Records that afforded them considerable artistic freedom. Although the group were initially unpopular with critics, they achieved significant commercial success with eight studio albums released over ten years from Led Zeppelin 1969, to In Through the Outdoor 1979. Their entitled Fourth Studio Album, commonly known as Led Zeppelin 4, 1971, became one of the best-selling albums in history. It featured the song Stairway to Heaven which has come to be among the most popular and influential works in rock music and helped to secure the group's popularity. Page wrote most of Led Zeppelin's music, particularly early in their career, while Plant generally supplied the lyrics. Jones's keyboard-based compositions later became central to the group's catalog, which featured increasing experimentation the latter half of their career saw a series of record-breaking tiers that earned the group a reputation for excess and debauchery. Although they remained commercially and critically successful, their output and tiering schedule were limited during the late 1970s, and the group disbanded following Bonham's death from alcohol-related asphyxia in 1980. In the decades that followed, The former members sporadically collaborated and participated in one-off Led Zeppelin reunions. The most successful of these was the 2007 Ahmed Erdogan Tribute Concert in London, with Bonham's son Jason Bonham on drums. Led Zeppelin are one of the best-selling music artists of all time. Various sources estimate the group's record sales at 200 to 300 million units worldwide. With RIAA-certified sales of 111.5 million units, they are the third best-selling band and fifth best-selling act in the US. They achieved eight consecutive UK number-one albums, and each of their nine studio albums placed in the top ten of the Billboard album chart and six reached the number-one spot. Rolling Stone magazine described them as the heaviest band of all time. The biggest band of the 70s and unquestionably one of the most enduring bands in rock history they were inducted into the rock and roll hall of fame in 1995 the museum's biography of the band states that they were as influential during the 1970s as the beatles were during the 1960s in 1966 London-based session guitarist Jimmy Page joined the blues-influenced rock band The Yardbirds to replace bassist Paul Samuel Smith. Page soon switched from bass to lead guitar, creating a dual lead guitar lineup with Jeff Beck. Following Beck's departure in October 1966, The Yardbirds, tired from constant touring and recording, began to wind down. Page wanted to form a supergroup with him and Beck on guitars and the who's Keith Moon and John and Twistle on drums and bass respectively. Vocalists Steve Winwood and Steve Marriott were also considered for the project. The group never formed, although Page, Beck, and Moon did record a song together in 1966, Beck's Bolero. In a session that also included bassist keyboardist John Paul Jones, the Yardbirds played their final gig in July 1968 at Luton College of Technology in Bedfordshire. They were still committed to several concerts in Scandinavia, so drummer Jim McCarty and vocalist Keith Relf authorized Page and bassist Chris Dreja to use The Yardbirds name to fulfill the band's obligations. Page and Dreja began putting a new lineup together. Page's first choice for the lead singer was Terry Reid, but Reid declined the offer and suggested Robert Plant, a singer for the band of Joy and Hobbs Tweedle. Plant eventually accepted the position, recommending former band of Joy drummer John Bonham. John Paul Jones inquired about the vacant position of bass guitarist, at the suggestion of his wife, after Dredge dropped out of the project to become a photographer. Page had known Joan since they were both session musicians and agreed to let him join as the final member. In August 1968, the four played together for the first time in a room below a record store on Gerrard Street in London. Page suggested that they attempt Train Kept a-rollin', originally a jump blues song popularized in a -a rockabilly version by Johnny Burnett, which had been covered by the Yardbirds. As soon as I heard John Bonham play, Jones recalled, I knew this was going to be great. We locked together as a team immediately. Before leaving for Scandinavia, the group took part in a recording session for the PGA Pro B album Three Week Hero. The album's track Jim's Blues with Plant on harmonica was the first studio track to feature all four future members of Led Zeppelin. The band completed the Scandinavian tour as the New Yardbirds playing together for the first time in front of a live audience at gladsax teen clubs in gladsax denmark on the 7th of september 1968 later that month they began recording their first album which was based on their live set the album was recorded and mixed in nine days and page covered the costs After the album's completion, the band were forced to change their name after Dredge issued a cease and desist letter, stating that Paige was allowed to use the new Yardbirds moniker for the Scandinavian dates only. One account of how the new band's name was chosen held that Moon and Entwistle had suggested that a supergroup with Paige and Beck would go down like a lead balloon, an idiom for disastrous results. The group dropped the ticket and led at the suggestion of their manager, Peter Grant, so those unfamiliar with the term would not pronounce it lead. The word balloon, who was replaced by zeppelin, a word which, according to music journalist Keith Shadwick, brought the perfect combination of heavy and light combustibility and grace to Page's mind. Grant secured a $143,000 advance contract, $1,051,000 today, from Atlantic Records in November 1968 at the time, the biggest deal of its kind for a new band. Atlantic was a label with a catalogue of mainly blues, soul, and jazz artists, but in the late 1960s it began to take an interest in British progressive rock acts. Record executives signed Led Zeppelin without having ever seen them. Under the terms of their contract, the band had autonomy in deciding when they would release albums and tour, and had the final say over the contents and design of each album. They would also decide how to promote each release and which tracks to release as singles. They formed their own company, Superhype, to handle all publishing rights. The band began their first tour of the UK on the 4th of October 1968, still billed as the New Yardbirds. They played their first show as Led Zeppelin at the University of Surrey in Battersea on the 25th of October. Tour manager Richard Cole, who would become a major figure in the touring life of the group, organized their first North American tour at the end of the year. Their debut album, Led Zeppelin was released in the U.S. during the tour on the 12th of January 1969 and peaked at number 10 on the Billboard chart, it was released in the U.K., where it peaked at number 6, on the 31st of March. According to Steve Earlywine, the album's memorable guitar riffs, lumbering rhythms, psychedelic blues, grovey, bluesy shuffles and hints of English folk music made it a significant turning point in the evolution of hard rock and heavy metal. In their first year Led Zeppelin completed four US and four UK concert tours and also released their second album, Led Zeppelin 2. recorded mostly on the road at various North American studios. It was an even greater commercial success than their first album and reached the number one chart position in the US and the UK. The album further developed the mostly blues rock musical style established on their debut release creating a sound that was heavy and hard, brutal and direct, and which would be highly influential and frequently imitated. Steve Walksman has suggested that Led Zeppelin 2 was the musical starting point for heavy metal. The band saw their albums as indivisible, complete listening experiences, disliking the re-editing of existing tracks for release as singles. Grant maintained an aggressive pro-album stance, particularly in the UK, where there were few radio and TV outlets for rock music. Without the band's consent, however, some songs were released as singles particularly in the US. In 1969 an edited version of Whole Lotta Love, a track from their second album, was released as a single in the US. It reached number 4 in the Billboard chart in January 1970 selling over 1 million copies and helping to cement the band's popularity. The group also increasingly shunned television appearances, citing their preference that their fans hear and see them in live concerts. Following the release of their second album, Led Zeppelin completed several more U.S. tours. They played initially in clubs and ballrooms, and then in larger auditoriums as their popularity grew. Some early Led Zeppelin concerts lasted more than four hours, with expanded and improvised live versions of their repertoire. Many of these shows have been preserved as bootleg recordings. It was during this period of intensive concert touring that the band developed a reputation for off-stage excess. In 1970, Page and Plant retired to Brawniore, a remote cottage in Wales, to commence work on their third album, Led Zeppelin III. The result was a more acoustic style that was strongly influenced by folk and Celtic music, and showcased the band's versatility. The album's rich acoustic sound initially received mixed reactions with critics and fans surprised at the turn from the primarily electric arrangements of the first two albums, further fueling the band's hostility to the musical press. It reached number one in the UK and US charts but its day would be the shortest of their first five albums. The album's opening track, Immigrant Song, who was released as a US single in November 1970 against the band's wishes, reaching the top 20 on the Billboard chart. In 1974, Led Zeppelin took a break from touring and launched their own record label, Swan Song, named after an unreleased song. The record label's logo is based on a drawing called Evening, Fall of Day, 1869, by William Rimmer. The drawing features a figure of a winged human-like being interpreted as either Apollo or Icarus. The logo can be found on Led Zeppelin memorabilia, especially t-shirts. In addition to using Swan Song as a vehicle to promote their own albums, the band expanded the label's roster, signing artists such as Bad Company. Pretty Things and Maggie Bell. The label was successful while Led Zeppelin existed, but folded less than three years after they disbanded. In 1975, Led Zeppelin's double album Physical Graffiti was their first release on the Swan Song label. It consisted of 15 songs, of which 8 had been recorded at Headley Grange in 1974 and 7 had been recorded earlier. A review in Rolling Stone magazine referred to physical graffiti as Led Zeppelin's bid for artistic respectability, adding that the only bands Led Zeppelin had to compete with for the title, the world's best rock band, were the Rolling Stones and The Who. The album was a massive commercial and critical success. Shortly after the release of Physical Graffiti, all previous Led Zeppelin albums simultaneously re-entered the top 200 album chart, and the band embarked on another North American tour, now employing sophisticated sound and lighting systems. In May 1975, Led Zeppelin played five sold-out nights at the Earl's Court Arena in London, at the time the largest arena in Britain. Following their triumphant Earl's court appearances, Led Zeppelin took a holiday and planned an autumn tour in America, scheduled to open with two outdoor dates in San Francisco. In August 1975, however, Plant and his wife Maureen were involved in a serious car crash while on holiday in Rhodes, Greece. Plant suffered a broken ankle and Maureen was badly injured. A blood transfusion saved her life. Unable to tour, he headed to the Channel Island of Jersey to spend August and September recuperating, with Bonham and Page in tow. The band then reconvened in Malibu, California. During this forced hiatus much of the material for their next album, Presence, was written. time, Led Zeppelin were the world's number one rock attraction, having outsold most bands of the time, including the Rolling Stones. Presents, released in March 1976, marked a change in the Led Zeppelin sound towards more straightforward guitar-based jams departing from the acoustic ballads and intricate arrangements featured on their previous albums. Though it was a platinum seller, Presence received a mixed reaction among fans and the music press with some critics suggesting that the band's excesses may have caught up with them. Page had begun using heroin during recording sessions for the album, The Habit, which may have affected the band's later live shows and studio recordings, although he has since denied this. Because of Plant's injuries, Led Zeppelin did not tour in 1976. Instead, the band completed the concert film The Song Remains the Same in the accompanying soundtrack album. The film premiered in New York City on the 20th of October 1976, but was given a lukewarm reception by critics and fans. The film was particularly unsuccessful in the UK, where, unwilling to tear since 1975 because of their tax exile status, Led Zeppelin faced an uphill battle to recapture the public's affection. In 1977, Led Zeppelin embarked on another major concert tour of North America. The band set another attendance record with an audience of 76,229 at their Silverdome concert on the 30th of April. It was, according to the Guinness Book of Records, the largest attendance to that date for a single act show. Although the tour was financially profitable, it was beset by off-stage problems. On the 19th of April, over 70 people were arrested as about 1,000 fans tried to gate crash Cincinnati Riverfront Coliseum for two sold-out concerts, while others tried to gain entry by throwing rocks and bottles through glass doors. On the 3rd of June, a concert at Tampa Stadium was cut short because of a severe thunderstorm. Despite tickets indicating rain or shine, a riot broke out, resulting in arrests and injuries. After the 23rd of July show at the Day on the Green Festival at the Oakland Coliseum in Oakland, California, Bonham and members of Led Zeppelin's support staff were arrested after a member of promoter Bill Graham's staff was badly beaten during the band's performance. The following day's second Oakland concert was the group's final live appearance in the United States. Two days later, as they checked in at a French Quarter Hotel for their the 30th of July performance at the Louisiana Superdome plant received news that his 5-year-old son, Correct, had died from a stomach virus. The rest of the tour was immediately cancelled, prompting widespread speculation about Led Zeppelin's future. Following Zeppelin's dissolution, The first significant project for the members was the Honeydrippers, which Plant initially formed in 1981, and which released its only album in 1984. The group featured Paige on lead guitar. Along with studio musicians and friends of the pair, including Jeff Beck, Paul Schaefer, and Nile Rodgers, Plant focused on a different direction from Zeppelin playing standards and in a more R&B style, highlighted by a cover of Sea of Love that peaked at number 3 on the Billboard chart, in early 1985. Coda collection of Zeppelin Outtakes and unused tracks was issued in November 1982. It included two tracks from the Royal Albert Hall in 1970. One each from the Led Zeppelin 3 in Houses of the Holy Sessions, and three from the Inn through the Outdoor Sessions. It also featured a 1976 Bonham drum instrumental with electronic effects added by Page called, Bonzo's Montreux. On the 13th of July 1985, Page, Plant, and Jones reunited for the Live Aid concert at JFK Stadium, Philadelphia, playing a short set featuring drummers Tony Thompson and Phil Collins, and bassist Paul Martinez. Collins had contributed to Plant's first two solo albums while Martinez was a member of Plant's solo band. The performance was marked by a lack of rehearsal with the two drummers. Page's struggles with an out-of-tune guitar, poorly functioning monitors, and Plant's hoarse voice. Page described the performance as pretty shambolic, while Plant characterized it as an atrocity. The three members reunited again on the 14th of May 1988 for the Atlantic Records 40th anniversary concert with Bonham's son Jason on drums. The result was again disjointed. Plant and Page had argued immediately prior to taking the stage about whether to play Stairway to Heaven, and Jones' keyboards were absent from the live television feed. Page described the performance as one big disappointment, and Plant said, the gig was foul. The first Led Zeppelin box set featuring tracks remastered under Page's supervision, was released in 1990 and bolstered the band's reputation, leading to abortive discussions among members about a reunion. This set included four previously unreleased tracks, including a version of Robert Johnson's Traveling Riverside Blues. The song peaked at number 7 on the Billboard album Rock Tracks chart. Led Zeppelin Box Set 2 was released in 1993. The two box sets together contained all known studio recordings, as well as some rare live tracks. In 1994, Page and Plant reunited for a 90-minute, unleaded MTV project. They later released an album called No Quarter, Jimmy Page and Robert Plant Unleaded, which featured some reworked Led Zeppelin songs, and embarked on a world tour the following year. This is said to be the beginning of a rift between the band members, as Jones was not even told of the reunion. In 1995, Led Zeppelin were inducted into the United States Rock and Roll Hall of Fame by Steven Tyler and Joe Perry of Aerosmith. Jason and Zoe Bonham also attended, representing their late father. At the induction ceremony, the band's inner rift became apparent when Jones joked upon accepting his award, thank you, my friends, for finally remembering, my phone number, causing consternation and awkward looks from Paige and Plant. Afterwards, they played one brief set with Tyler and Perry, with Jason Bonham on drums, and then a second with Neil Young, this time with Michael Lee playing the drums. In 1997, The Atlantic released a single edit of "Whole Lotta Love" in the US and the UK, the only single the band released in their homeland, where it peaked at number 21. November 1997 saw the release of Led Zeppelin BBC Sessions, a two-disc set largely recorded in 1969 and 1971. Page and Plant released another album called Walking Into Clarksdale in 1998, featuring all new material, but after disappointing sales the partnership dissolved before a planned Australian tour. 2003 saw the release of the triple live album How the West Was One and Led Zeppelin DVD, a six-hour chronological set of live footage that became the best-selling music DVD in history. In July 2007, Atlantic, Rhino and Warner Home Video announced three Zeppelin titles to be released at November, Mothership, a 24-track best of spanning the band's career. A reissue of the soundtrack the song remains the same, including previously unreleased material and a new DVD. Zeppelin also made their catalog legally available for download becoming one of the last major rock bands to do so. A film of the O2 performance, Celebration Day, premiered on the 17th of October 2012 and was released on DVD on the 19th of November. The film grossed $2 million in one night, and the live album peaked at number 4 and 9 in the UK and US respectively. Following the film's premiere, Page revealed that he had been remastering the band's discography. The first wave of albums, Led Zeppelin, Led Zeppelin 2, and Led Zeppelin 3 were released on the 2nd of June 2014. The second wave of albums, Led Zeppelin 4 and Houses of the Holy, were released on the 27th of October 2014. Physical Graffiti was released on the 23rd of February 2015, almost exactly 40 years to the day after the original release. The fourth and final wave of studio album reissues presents, in Through the Outdoor, and Coda were released on the 31st of July 2015. Through this remastering project, each studio album was reissued on CD and vinyl and was also available in a deluxe edition, which contained a bonus disc of previously unheard material, Coda's deluxe edition would include two bonus discs. Each album was also available in a Super Deluxe Edition box set, which included the remastered album and bonus disc on both CD and 180-gram vinyl, a high-definition audio download card of all content at 96 kHz, 24-bit, a hardbound book filled with rare and previously unseen photos and memorabilia, and a high-quality print of the original album cover. On the 6th of November 2015, The Mothership compilation was reissued using the band's newly remastered audio tracks. The reissuing campaign continued the next year with a re-release of BBC Sessions on the 16th of September 2016. The reissue contained a bonus disc with nine unreleased BBC recordings, including the heavily bootlegged but never officially released, Sunshine Woman, to commemorate the band's 50th anniversary. Page Plant and Jones announced an official illustrated book celebrating 50 years since the formation of the band. Also released for the celebration was a reissue of How the West Was Won on 23 March 2018, which includes the album's first pressing on vinyl for Record Store Day on 21 April 2018. Led Zeppelin released a 7-inches single, Rock and Roll, Sunset Sound Mix, Friends, Olympic Studio Mix, their first single in 21 years. That's the summary we can give you about Led Zeppelin's biography. We apologize if there are deficiencies or mistakes in the words we say. Don't forget to follow and share with your friends when we are here. Okay, to close this episode, we will play a song from Led Zeppelin with entitled Black Dog. Thank you and see you in the next episode. The way you move, gon' make you sweat, gon' make you groove.